Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'm really excited to be here today. I'm really excited to talk to you today about deep-rooted healing and how we can actually get our shattered souls healed. And I'm going to walk you through a technique. So by the end of the show, you will have actually experienced healing, learn about how our soul gets shattered. And then also I'll kind of give you some steps on how you can keep the healing and what you need to do on a daily journey. So why do we feel broken and wounded and love Jesus at the same time? I feel like there's a lot of Christians out there that are struggling and they're wounded and they're shattered and they love Jesus and are spirit-filled. It just feels like there's a disconnection between what we feel and what the Bible says about us. Well, if you're feeling anything except for peace, loved, joy, confident in being a child of God, then the enemy has actually stolen part of your identity. We're not meant to just deal with trauma and operate in this place of, well, I guess I have trauma. I guess I have depression. I guess I have anxiety. The blood of Jesus is so powerful. It is able to heal us of our trauma. Psalms 34, 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So I'm going to walk you through some of the healing in this episode of some stuck lies and things that you didn't know that you had. Sometimes you may have already known it, but some of it you may not. So I want you to keep an open mind as you walk through this episode. And also, please make sure to take care of yourself. If there's anything I talk about that triggers you or is hard for you to hear, please either pause the podcast, take a break, come back to it if you need to. As always, I want to make sure that you feel safe, that you feel ready for it. Um, And don't rush yourself. Healing is not something that can be rushed. It does. You do actually need to be ready. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you if you're not ready. It just means that there are more things that need to be able to get in there. God's, God needs to get in there a little bit for you to be able to hear what he has to say about you. That's why it's we can't force it. And if someone gives you advice, that's amazing advice, but our, you know, our thick skull doesn't receive it or take it in, it just means we're not ready to hear it. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with us, and that's okay. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I welcome you here right now with the listeners. Be with each one of them, just where they are, just as they are. They don't need to do anything, but just be themselves. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Right now, I sever and I cancel the spirit of depression, anxiety, suicide, death, and trauma. All of these spirits have no place in this podcast, in the listener's home, and in the name of Jesus, I just release the peace that surpasses all understanding to be with the listeners in their home and here to guide me to speak exactly what it is that they need. We thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 
One of the greatest lies that the enemy can put on us is that we need to just deal with our trauma, deal with our anxiety, deal with our depression. We'll just say that's life, we need to get over it. Well, we don't need to do anything. You didn't do anything bad to deserve the struggles that you've had in life. There isn't something secretly wrong or bad with you. And you didn't do something wrong to get punished by God. God doesn't punish us. But a lot of times we'll kind of spin in these lies that keep us in this place of bondage and this place of being trapped. So it's not about us needing to deal with our trauma. It's about healing your trauma by the blood of Jesus. Our feelings will lie to us. We can't trust our feelings, especially if we're in dark times or if we're in the midst of a stressful situation. Psalms 147.3 says that God heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. So a reminder, I've talked about this before, but the soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. So the mind is what and how you think, the will is what and how you choose, and emotions is what and how you feel, and then identity is who you really are. So we have mind, will, and emotions, and then all of this is our identity, which is who you really are. And what happens when we experience trauma is this shatters this mirror of our soul. And so we have a shattered soul. But as Christians, we have a choice. John 10.10 says that the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But God says that I have come to bring life and bring it abundantly. And so the enemy makes us think that what we feel and our experiences is who we are. But God is saying that I've come to give you life and I've come to give you life abundantly. That is the truth. So when you're feeling like upset, if you're feeling depressed, if you're having a hard time with something with people in your family or your loved ones, that's how you feel. That is not the promise. All right. So then what do we do when there's a disconnect? Okay. One is we need to trust and believe and have faith in what God says. We need to believe that the, what the Bible says is true about us and that we are loved and he does actually want good things for us. Well, some of us maybe not don't think that, okay? Why does that happen? Well, because of relationships that we've had in our life. If you've had a relationship with a father or mother, even siblings or a spouse, where there's difficulties, you haven't always been able to get through conflict, or you've had you know, tough relationships, maybe you've had time where you've disconnected or they weren't there for you, this can impact how we see God. Okay, and so I'm gonna actually walk you through a technique that I get from Sozo, um, and it's a type, type of inner healing. I'm just gonna walk you through part of it that I've used with some of my clients. Um, and this is from Bethel and Redding, California. There's many different types of inner healing. Um, there's a manual prayer, there's heart sync. Um, so I'm just gonna take a little part from Sozo, which Sozo means healed, saved, and delivered. So I'm gonna kind of walk you through this. They have this thing called the Father Ladder. And in the Father Father ladder, we start with Father God, and that Father represents our identity, our value, protection, provision, um, and then it moves down to Jesus, which is our companion, um, that's communication, which can a lot of times connect with like our siblings and our spouse, um, and then the next one is Holy Spirit, which a lot of times can be connected to our earthly mother, um, which provides comfort and teaching. And so if there's anything broken anywhere in our life, we can have a disconnect from God. 
And the Bible says that my sheep hear my voice. And so if you're like, well, I don't hear God, there could be something that needs to be healed. And so I want to take us through the healing of, you know, we're going to move away from what the enemy says and we're going to move into what God says, which is that you are to be healed. Your wounds are to be bound and broken up. All right, so the first thing I'm going to have you do, I'm going to have you ask the question, Father God, what lies, or you can say lie, am I believing about you? And then I want you to just wait until you hear something. And if any of you don't hear something, then I want you to ask, what do I need to forgive my earthly father for? So let's say, just for the sake of being able to walk through this in a podcast, I, I normally I do this with the client and I have a lot more time. Um, so pause it if you need to as you're walking through this. Um, but we're going to actually kind of just walk through that your earthly father wasn't there for you. Okay, so I'm going to just kind of walk through that. And so as you asked, maybe I said, you know, Father God, what lie am I believing about you? And you heard that you're not there for me. So that's the one that we're going to actually walk through. And so what I want you to do next then is you say, I forgive my earthly father for not being there for me. And if there's any of you that had a different lie that came up, I want you to just replace it with that. Okay? And then the next thing I want you to do is I want you to say, I renounce the lie that Father God is any way the same. And you can even walk through and say, I renounce the lie that Father God isn't there for me. And then next, I want you to say, Father God, what is the truth about you? And I want you to walk through this till you can actually hear Father God. And you're going to hear it in like a small impression. Um, it, a lot of times it's like a sensation. Um, and, and sometimes it's just a knowing. Okay, there's many different ways that we can hear from God. We're not going to hear like a big booming voice. Um, and so just notice what you sense and my, the goal is that you would hear or sense or feel that the truth is that Father God is there for you. Because the Bible says, I never leave you or forsake you. So that's one that we'd walk through. Um, you can do that one as many times as you need until there isn't any lies. Um, again, this is why I say take your time. If you're like, there's so many, I can't get through them all, then that's okay. Take your time with this. I don't want you to feel rushed. I want you to be able to really actually walk through this when I work with clients. Um, sometimes we work on Father God the whole session, and that's all that we work on. Or sometimes we work on like a couple lies, and that's okay. It doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong way to do this. Um, some other common lies that we have about Father God um, is that he doesn't listen to me. He's not there for me. He won't protect me. Um, and this can be because maybe we had a father that didn't protect us or wasn't there. Um, he didn't listen. You know, maybe he listened to other siblings or he listened to other authority figures, but you felt like you didn't have a voice. Uh, maybe he favored other siblings or you felt like he favored other siblings. Um, that he, maybe if you had a parent that cheated on your mom, um, that he's going to betray you. So there's different things that can come up for you, and we will often equate this with how we feel about God. So we need to walk through, forgive your earthly father, renounce the lie that Father God is the same way, and then ask Father God, what is the truth about you? And then I want you to say, I declare that Father God is always there for me. All right, so the next one we're going to move through is Jesus. So I want you to say, Jesus, what lie am I believing about you? Again, we're going to walk through the same thing that we just did with Father God. 
Um, there's many different things that can happen here. If you're struggling to hear something, then I want you to look at how is my relationship with my siblings, how, how is my relationship with my friends and with my spouse, and look to see if there's any lies that you're believing there. Um, let's say you have a spouse that you feel is always on their phone and never playing with the kids and never being with you, then a lie that you could be believing is that they aren't a good parent or they aren't a good spouse or they don't want to be there for me, which is basically the same thing as that Jesus isn't a good companion or Jesus doesn't have time for me. Um, so that that's one of the things that you can walk through. Um, and so what we do is we just say, I forgive my spouse or I forgive my friends for focusing on their phone instead of me, for not being there for me, not taking the time to be there for me and putting the relationship first. And then I want you to do is say, I renounce the lie that Jesus is anyway the same, that Jesus doesn't have time for me, that he focuses on other people instead of me. And then I want you to say, Jesus, what is the truth about you? Because Jesus is your friend and Jesus loves you. That is the truth. But we have wounds that have been created from relationships that we have. So do that as many times as you need. through as many relationships that you have. You basically are connecting to the person, the relationship that you have, and then to renounce the lie that Jesus is anyway the same and then ask Jesus for the truth about him. Okay, so the next one is Holy Spirit. We just say, Holy Spirit, what lie am I believing about you? And again, a lot of times this is connected to our mother. So mothers can be either super controlling or really helicopterish, um, not trusting that we'll be okay. Um, all, mothers can also be very distant and not very nurturing. Um, so not very comforting, very tough. Um, so let's just for the sake of walking through this, let's say that the that the that you hear that Holy Spirit um, is not comforting, is really not actually there. And so we say, I forgive my earthly mother for not comforting me and being there for me. And then we say, I renounce the lie that Holy Spirit is anyway the same. And then we say, Holy Spirit, what is the truth about you? Because this is a podcast and this isn't an actual therapy session, I really want to encourage you at this point of each of them to pause it because I, I, can, I can sense that a lot of you are actually experiencing and feeling the presence of God as you're walking through this. And I don't want to make my podcast be more important than that. So if any of you are experiencing God moving, I really want you to stop and let him continue to move in you and to work in you. Um, some of you actually might feel it physically, a tingling sensation or just kind of a sense of peace that's coming over you. That's God working. That's him coming and manifesting and actually healing. So I just want to thank God for what he's doing right now. I want to thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing, that you're moving and healing each one of the listeners as they're walking through this. Um, so before I started this, I called it the Father Ladder, which is what um, Sozo you know, healing calls this. Um, but if you come from a Lutheran background or Catholic background, I mean, really this walking through this, we're just getting you closer to the Trinity and close, you know, the, the 
training calls it the Godhead, but really it's the Trinity. It's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's our God. And it's the different aspects of him. And it's very powerful for us when we are closer to every aspect of the Godhead. And so this is how we can move from this shattered soul to a healed soul by being able to access where the broken pieces and so already I can sense some of you already feeling more put together and feeling less less shattered more whole um, and so as we work through this I, you, I want to encourage you can even go back and listen to it again so that you can access what it is that you need or even write it down so you can walk this through in yourself um, Jeremiah 31 28 says just as I watched over them to uproot, uproot and tear down and to overthrow destroy and bring disaster so I will watch over them and build to plant declares the Lord so even though some of you have experienced a shattered soul God is there to watch over you and build and to plant. He has things that he wants to do in you and you can't do it when you're so busy in the midst of your trauma. Faith is something that actually produces evidence. And so you're going to experience evidence of transformation from walking through this. You will feel more confident. Okay, remember I said at the beginning that your feelings can lie to you? I didn't say they always do, <laughs> but they can. And so we want to look at, okay, is my feeling lining up with the word of God? Well, God wants us to be abundant. He wants us to be confident in him and to know who we are and our identity as a child of God. And so if you are are actually feeling that confidence and you sense his presence we just thank him and just worship him and praise him all right so then what do we do now we're starting to feel more healed okay we're aligning with the Word of God that we know who we are Jesus is the way the truth and the life what do we do how do we stay here what happens when you know you get a fight with somebody again and it stirs it up here are three things that I want you to do. The most important thing and what every single one of these has to do is being intimate with God. God is a person. Jesus is a person. Holy Spirit is a person. And we need to invest in the relationship just like we would a spouse by going on date nights with a friend, by connecting for coffee. We need to invest in the relationship with God. Take time with him. Spend time with him. And wait to hear back from him as well. It isn't just a one-way prayer like we did when we were little kids, you know, before dinner and bedtime, but we it's an interaction that we have or we wait and hear from him as well. So the first thing is to read the Bible. Get in the Word of God, and if it's boring for you, which it was for me when I was younger, find somebody who's hungry for the Word. Find somebody who loves the Bible. You know, maybe even Google how to love love the Bible and, and watch somebody who is on fire for God and loves the Word of God. It is so exciting to dive in to see the Holy Spirit come alive as we're reading. Um, and the other thing is when you're reading the Bible, ask Holy Spirit to make the words come alive for you and to show you God's life as you're reading the words, okay? It's important to be able to take the time and to do this and not feel forced. Again, I want you to see it as a relationship. See the word of God as a person, that it's God breathing life into people to write the words in this book and to not feel bored or like it's a task and something that you have to do. It's something that you want to do, that you get to do, because this is the, your maker. This is your maker who wrote these words for you. 
and then the next thing is to pray but I want you to focus on not just praying and asking but actually praying and listening like I said before just kind of taking that time and saying so God what's on your heart today what is it that you want me to pray for what's on your heart what do, what are you wanting today what what are you thinking about God and really just taking the time to listen. A lot of times when I do that, the very first thing I hear is, I love you. And it, it really is just a simple encouragement for me that God is saying, I love you, Heidi. I'm right here for you. And I see you and you're enough. And from there, then I move towards other people. He'll bring other people in my life that I'll pray for, uh, my businesses, um, people in my life, my family. And he'll move me to different assignments that he has. Um, but it usually starts with, him just loving me and me just loving him and just allowing that back and forth conversation to happen. Um, but just really being able to learn how to listen um, is something that I did not know how to do. <laughs> so that took me time as well. Um, and I'm still not the greatest at it. Um, but it's where it's where you're going to feel his presence and where you're going to be encouraged because it's encouraged to have somebody tell you that they love you and tell you that they're proud of you. Um, and then the last thing to do is to worship. Um, and being in worship is not just singing a song. It is putting your heart posture towards your maker and saying, I worship you. You are my God. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the King of Kings. And, and really posturing your heart to Jesus as the the man who you are worshiping. Um, and other things that we worship and idolize can be um, food. We can idolize food. We can idolize money. We can idolize a business or um, even our, our work, our job, um, you know, going on vacations. It, all those things are great, but we can idolize them. And it's, I want to just shift it to, okay, we're idolizing God. <laughs> we're worshiping God. And so really it's just a heart posture and you're just taking, you know, 10 minutes as, you know, whatever you're able to do, even five minutes is good, um, but that you're just able to worship. Um, so you can put on worship music. You can just be out in the woods. You can just go for a walk or you can sit on your front porch and be with your be with your pets. There's no rules to worship. There's not like a have to. It has to be a certain way. Um, there might be certain songs that allow you to, to feel God's presence more. Um, but again, I'm going to ask you to listen with this and, and wait. I think sometimes, if, especially if you're feeling stressed out, it can be hard to kind of get into worship. Um, but really just be able to posture your heart, even just like see the eyes of Jesus, just look at him. And as you, if your mind goes off, just come right back and just stay focused on him. Um, as you're able to spend that time in worship. Like if you're driving, obviously you have to keep your eyes open. Um, but even just saying, God, I worship you. Help me to worship. Help me to listen to you. Help me to be interested in reading the Bible. Just ask him. I think sometimes we think lies and we hang out with the identity of what the enemy has instead of just saying, God, help me to do what she's saying in this podcast. I don't know how to do that. Help me. If we don't ask, it doesn't happen. And so just ask and don't be ashamed. Romans 8, 1 says that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So there's no shame in saying, God, I don't know how to worship. I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to really read the Bible. Help me to do this, God. It starts with that childlike faith of just sitting there and saying, teach me your ways, God. Teach me. 
And so I pray that this episode has really brought you closer to God, that it's pulled out some of the roots of the enemy and brought you closer to your identity as a child of God, to be able to listen to your maker, to be able to hear your maker, and to know who you are as a daughter or son of Christ. And I'm going to say again, Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you for this podcast episode. I thank you for the honor to be able to love my fellow brothers and sisters. And I I just want to say to you right now, I love you. I am proud of you. You are worthy. You are enough as you are. I thank you for being open to walking through being healed. I thank you, God, for walking through the listeners to be closer to you, closer to Father God, closer to Jesus, closer to Holy Spirit, and to have a greater connection with the Trinity, with the Godhead. And I pray, God, that each one of these listeners, for the grace to be over each one of them, to get in the Word of God, to spend time praying and listening, and to spend time in worship. Teach us your ways, God. Teach us to be the one who you made us to be. Teach us to be the child of God that you made us to be. Help us to walk in the identity of Christ, not what the enemy has said. So we thank you for the medicine of the word of God. We praise your wonderful name, Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.